had to wake up and think like a villain, huh? Now my whole thought process different. Wake up and think about a million. Sometimes I don't talk, I just listen. Can't never be nothing I ain't missing. Some shit you just learn on your own. I told myself, how did I go to prison? They want us to be. Welcome back to another week. This is. Fail. I thought you were going to say it. I know, I haven't decided what I want the intro to be yet. Oh, this okay. is Small Seed, Big Impact. Where we talk about... Not love. Life, lessons, <laughs> and... No, oh. thoughts. Oh. Thoughts, life, lessons. No, what is it? What did you write? Thoughts, lessons, and life? I don't know. I don't know. You were the one who said it. You said it two weeks in a row. I, thought, I That's why I thought you were going to say it. I know. I wasn't feeling it. Oh, I need something geez. else. All right. Well, we'll come up with something new. Or we won't. <laughs> You're the one who wants to do an intro. I do want an intro, so that way it's someone who first tunes in has they an idea of yeah. like what our podcast is generally about which is generally about everything everything life just life in general today's topic is going to be about business business this is going to be the capital t-h-e podcast every small business owner needs to listen to wow that's bold i know wow <laughs> like truly no small. i just want to yeah uh well i wanted to make this into a reel but i was saying to shane we should like Make it into a longer content format, yeah. Podcast because I basically wanted to share. So, it's going to be about things that small business owners can slash should do to make their business look more professional while like working on a budget. It also makes you look bigger, yeah. Like, I remember from since I remember literally 2019, people are. People thought our business was humongous, and it was nothing, completely not. <laughs> yeah. And everything back then was such manual labor; it wasn't even close to big. Yeah. So, and it's mostly because a lot of people who, or yeah, there's a there's a decent amount of people who one of two things: either one are also small business owners and ask us for our advice on certain things, or like, how did you guys make this? How do you guys do that? Whatever it is. And then the second part to that is I see a lot of small business owners who are, like, trying to make their business, who are starting a business, and their business just looks super brand new, super unprofessional, super, like, uh, I don't want to be, like, rude, but, like, just not good. Like, yeah. doesn't, like, I wouldn't personally, if I didn't know them, I wouldn't purchase from them because it looks like you're making it in your backyard. I think, I think, or, like, in your in your kitchen, you know? Yeah, I, th- I was going to say, I think there's two, there's two people, there's two types of startups. There's the one person who maybe has, like, a little bit more capital or doesn't use their capital wisely and they're like, oh, I got to go all out and get everything the best. I got to order Shopify. I got to get a camera and only take proper pictures. I have to, like, those type of people. And then there's the other people who, like, use WordPress and Google Samsung six, <laughs> Google you know. Samsung. I'm just saying, like those, yeah. those are like the two. I feel like those are kind of like the two routes you go. Like, either people look terrible, terrible. Like, I like a child is photographing this stuff, <laughs> and WordPress is the worst websites ever and it's not functional. Or they like go to Shopify, and they don't know how to code, so it doesn't look great. But they're trying to make it look better than it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I do feel disagree. like the person who, at me Yeah, I do because I feel like the per, I feel like shop the people who do Shopify but don't understand coding. I think what you were saying is somebody has capital, they get Shopify and get somebody to code their website to make it look more. Well, I think they might just I think a lot of people just try to get Shopify right away. I think yeah. Well well I was gonna say on the um, the opposite side of that is like somebody gets Shopify 
because they think that that's what they have to get because they think that that's what uh, like e-commerce. Oh, this is this is the most efficient website for e-commerce because if you Google it, that's what it says. Like Shopify offers all of everything. Shopify is everything, and all of the huge brands that you see, they all use Shopify because it offers you the most flexibility. You can literally do anything to it. It's the most customizable. However, shop to run a proper Shopify website, you need to know coding. You need to have a coder, or you yourself need to know coding to make it look good. Otherwise, it looks like a WordPress. Yeah. <laughs> a WordPress well, document. There, there like, are just some websites that are so bad. Yeah. And I don't think they're Shopify. I think they're, you know, Wix. <laughs> <laughs> no, even Wix is better than some of these people's websites. That's true. I know. <laughs> like, I'm just saying. Yeah, it's just... <clears throat> and I think that especially... I mean, I guess depending on what type of business you are. Like, if your business were not too many people go to your website, that's one thing. And if you kind of just want it as a landing page for just to... Like a brick and mortar have, that doesn't yes, do online yes, exactly. sales Like, or you products. don't necessarily have online stuff. You just have it as a landing page for people to be able to maybe find out where your store is and what your store is about, right? Like, it doesn't need to look great. But, like, if part of what you offer or all of what you offer is online, your website is, is somebody's first impression, and that is, like, most, most, most important. And we get compliments all the time on our website, which is so awesome. Thank you, thank you, everybody who has ever complimented us on our website. Because in our website, so backing up, maybe we'll just go here. This is note number one, step number one. Get a – build your website on a website. Like, uh, what is what are those even called? What are those platforms even called? I don't know. Pre, so, yeah, like, like a... They're prefabricated, pre-built. So I'm just going to say our personal favorite, which is what we use, is Squarespace. Yeah. That's what we use. Also, Wix is another one. Um, but I personally like Squarespace the best. I think that they're the most... I think that they offer the most options at a good price without being Shopify. And they're starting to Correct. get a lot of... So they take a lot of feedback from custom from you know people who have platforms on them, and they're starting to build in more and more and more things. Even in the four years we've been using them, that um, Shopify offers that they didn't offer before. So there may not be you may not be able to customize everything, but basically what it does is it gives you a layout, and you can customize that layout as much as you want, or you can literally take their layout and fill in yeah. like. Just pull your picture into their picture, put your words into their words, like, and it will look good. And that's what I would do because, me personally, because I am not proficient in uh, website stuff. Yeah, and that's basically what we did at first, honestly. Right, like, yeah. That's basically what we did at first. And then the more that like I learned about the website, the more that I did on the back end, the more that I was like, oh, I wonder if I can do this. I started to be able to play around with different things. And then, you know, then our website got like better and better and better. But still, like... If you went to if you went to Squarespace, you could probably pick out which one of our layouts ours is, because it's still enough built. Right. Like you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. still built. Like if you were specifically looking, oh, I just looked at small seed. Now I'm gonna look at all these like layouts. You could be like, oh, that's a small seed. That's <laughs> what small seed used. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah, like it offers you the basic layout so that it looks professional, but without you having to know how to code and do all these things. And it's, it is really nice. And, and it's you, not and it's that expensive. Friendly. Yeah. It's great. They they now also offer, uh, like, newsletter, the ability to write oh, yeah. newsletters yeah. from from there. So you can take, like, your content on there and create newsletters. All of, like, has all your brand colors and your brand, um, like, fonts and everything like that. So it's literally, like, customized to your brand. And then 
yeah, it's like if you want to do instead of doing like Mailchimp or something, and you're like, I already have all my customers' information on here because this is where they check out all their emails are already on here. You can completely build out your entire newsletter from yeah, there. Yeah, I think for the beginning and even scaling, it's a good go. I think I think if you're trying to be like way more complex and like super fancy, and you have like ten options for add-ons and those and those type of things, I don't think it's the route. But I don't think anyone, most people don't start there. Yeah. And yeah, that's, you're not ever going to have a website look good with what you're able to do unless you can code. Right. Unless you can code. Being able to have. And then you skip step number one anyway. Yeah. No, number one is irrelevant. If you code, this is irrelevant. But if you don't code, which most of us don't code. So that's a good, that's a good tip and trick for number one. Yes. Note number one. Note number one. I think I think the majority of this podcast is going to be like, you know, there is like an entrepreneur influencer craze online and they say you need to do all these things. You need to be like a certain way and use certain things and you don't need to do any of that, especially if you don't have mass capital. capital. Mm-hmm. I think and most people don't capital is your your best resource. You should save all of your capital as much as you can to perfect your product. Mm-hmm. And stay as stay in business as long as you can without having to resort to making more revenue. Yes, and then on that too is I actually think it's super important for if for your business to have a website, whether yeah. it's brick and mortar or not, and to have like an actual landing page with your business name on it. Like, go buy a domain, go to Google. <laughs> like when businesses have like at like six two seven four four like whatever, and that's like yeah, in their yeah. bio. I'm like, oh right. no. <laughs> Why, like, you need to make, I know you're getting the free version of that or whatever, and that's why it has those, like, weird things, because I'm like, go buy a domain on Google. What is it? Ten bucks. Ten bucks. It's like, it's like twelve dollars or something. No, okay. it's not even a month. Oh. So, for your emails. Okay, so, if okay. your emails are monthly, but I own, like, five domains, <laughs> because, like, we have, we have goals for the future, so, like, we own a couple we different ones them, with different yeah. names. Yeah, I buy them so no one else can have them, and I get charged once a year. And I think it's like I get them all. I get them all bulk charged for like forty bucks. So I think it's like ten or twelve dollars a year for a domain, and then every email you have attached to that is monthly. And then what I was gonna say is, you don't even need to have. Don't even go all crazy with like having sixteen different emails. If you just want to have just your one email, that's like you. You can even have it be like your hello, which is like your customer service email, or have it be your name, which is like everything goes to there. Like you don't need to have. Customer service and marketing and like, uh, uh, <laughs> do people do like, that? Right yeah, that? yeah. Like some people have like so, and I'm like, that's just a waste of money. I mean, like have unless your, you have unless you have team members for all those emails. Yeah, but even then, depending on how, well, then you're not talking about a budget because then you have money to pay people. I mean, you should <laughs> right? still be on like, a budget even if you have money to pay like, people. You should still be on a budget. Yeah, you should still a budget's the wrong word. You should still use your resources correctly. Yes, but I don't. I think just get one email with that, which I think is like yeah, twelve dollars a month or something, and then yeah. call it what it is. Like Bufferail only has one email in Bufferail right now. Yeah, we don't have Holly or Shane because we don't need it. That's what I'm saying. Like not, right like, now, because yeah, like right now, because like what's what's all we need is our. You only really need a Holly and Shane one when you want to start like venturing out into like wholesale or connecting with other bigger people. Yeah, I suppose. Otherwise, it can all be hello. Well, we didn't even start. We didn't even get our personal ones until we started doing wholesale because we always, we literally had from a small seed at Gmail, and oh, then yeah. when we became small seed, we finally got emails. 
No, I had Shane at pharmasmallseedbar.com. Did we? Yeah, we did. Oh. Yeah. You probably did your Gmail back in that. As soon as we became like a legit, most of our business was wholesale though. That's why. Yeah. 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 When so, we first started, in the it first was. Beginning. Yes. I agree. Yes. But anyway. Step number one. Don't try to go all <laughs> crazy. Just get an e- get a proper website that looks good that you can fill in the blanks. Step number two. Well, I think I think also beginning of all of this is like know what you're capable of, and use what's out there to fill in the rest. Yes. Like I'm not great at websites. I would 100% find one of these websites that helps me just load load my content up there and make it look as good as I can. So people get a good impression and then, you know, five, six, seven to 10 years, if I want to go to Shopify because I can actually afford a coder, then okay. Okay. Because just for example, at Shane's last business, they, they used Shopify. You at guys had, end. yeah, you yeah. guys had a coder. How much did you guys have to, every single time you went to Oh God. Like what was it? I, it I was, paid this person like $3,000 a week. A week. And anytime they wanted to make a change, how much was it? Did you have to pay every time you wanted to make a change? Or that was just for him to be on call? That was that or? was how much we had to pay him for the changes we were always making. <laughs> so he was a contractor. And we got established. And it was interfaced. That was also a more complex company. But, but still. And it was interfaced. But yeah, so anytime anything needed to be tweaked at all, it ended up being about $3,000 a week. Yeah. Like they couldn't change anything themselves right. because it was all in code. You yeah. guys always had to pay somebody. Even if it was like change one word, it was like we need to go through somebody else to change one word. So you don't want to be doing trying to You want to, to add that. a product, take a product off, create free shipping, do different different areas for different shipping. Everything, everything. We need to map anything. All yes. of it. Coding. And like one of the startups I worked for in San Diego, she got her whole website code. Like she got it done like that. And then she wanted to change it all, and she was like, oh, do you know how to do it? I literally went in there, because I was thinking it was like, I used to do websites for like other businesses, like this, on these on these platforms that I'm talking about, like a like a Squarespace platform. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I can do it. I literally went into her website. It was completely in code. I was like, nope, I can't change. Like, everything was old and outdated, because it was like, she got right. it done, and then we wanted to like update the photos or update like the prices and stuff, but then you have to pay somebody. Again, you have to pay that person to do it all again. It's so fucking expensive. It's like... All the ships outdated and old, you know? <laughs> yes. But, so that's number one. Number two, just staying on that side, I feel like we could talk about the marketing. Yeah. As far as, like, what you can do on a budget. So, literally, you don't need a professional camera, number one. For you really sure. don't need a professional camera. iPhones are so good nowadays. And and my dad's Samsung takes pretty nice pictures. New, new phones are so good nowadays. Yes. I'll say that. So... <laughs> But yeah, they, as long as you, the key is lighting. I think that's the, the biggest key. Yes, you know, natural, natural light. You don't even need to buy lights. Just yeah. always shoot when it's natural when it's light. When it's daylight, yeah. And even professional photographers with their $10,000 cameras will do that same thing. Yes. They use, they find, they will only they shoot. They don't really enjoy studio light. Unless you're a studio photographer. Right. But most photographers will use natural light. Yes. They will literally like go to, if you're having photos done at your house. They'll go to any room in your house, even if it's like a freaking like food pantry. No, just kidding. <laughs> like they'll go into any room in your house that has the best lighting and shoot there, rather than trying to shoot in like your bedroom that may or like your living room if you think that's the nicest room, type of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, do it like whatever. If there's a room in your house that gets the best natural lighting, just that's what this is what we do. So in our last house, our we had great natural light, but there was not really a place that had like great lighting for photos. 
So I would literally go on our front porch and take photos. Like oh, you guys have probably seen mm-hmm. them. Yeah. You guys have probably seen me sitting outside on our front porch. Like I would go outside. Didn't matter if it was whatever the weather was, I would be taking our photos on the front porch because that was where it got the best light. In this house, we have like really great light that comes in through the side of our house, which is Opal's, pl- which is the playroom. <laughs> The playroom and actually the room we're sitting in right now, which is like our dining room technically, depending on what time of the day it is. It's our podcast studio. Yeah, it's podcast studio. It's our <laughs> formal dining room for when we have like big family events here. Uh, but it's basically our podcast studio. That's what we do in it. Or, and also the photo- the photography studio. Exactly. <laughs> Part two photography studio. It's content studio. So it's literally either I take my pictures in Opal's playroom or I take them in this room right here. Yeah. Like, and then... And then you could talk about, like, your infinite amount of backdrops you get for, like, dollars. So, yeah. So, and then this is another thing that kills me that don't put your, <laughs> like, when people try to put their products, like, literally on their bed to, like, take a picture or, like, on a rug to take a picture or clearly on their floor to take a picture. And, like, you can tell that it just, like, that looks so grimy. <laughs> like, I'm just, like, you need... Go to the dollar store and buy, co- like, what's it called? Not contact paper. What's that paper called? I forget, but we'll figure it out. It's like a little styrofoam paper. No. Uh, Is that what you're talking about? I'm just talking about, like, literally like those big pieces of paper. Like, you know when you were in, in middle school and you do projects and you needed, like, those Is big pieces of paper? contractor paper? That's what I was going to say. That was called. It's contractor paper. Yeah. Just get one of those, a white one. Or, like, a solid color. Don't try to get neat. I mean, unless that's your brand, if it's neon or whatever. But, like, a solid white one. These are literally $1. They also have, when you were in, in middle school, you probably remember this, the ones that stand up. So the they tri-folds. have, like, the trifolds, yeah. which are also a dollar. At the dollar store. Go to this dollar store. Get those. That's your backdrop and your float and, like, your let ear, which you can lay things on. $2 right there. Boom. <laughs> done. But also, if, you know, you want to take the next step and you want to get... Things like somebody recently told us that they never realized that our that we weren't taking photos on actual marble, like a marble, oh, yeah. our marble like counter. They're like, "Wow, I saw you guys had a marble counter, and I never knew that that was a backdrop until we like showed it behind the scenes." And I was like taking a picture on or like whatever, it was, like right, me, and you could see that that's what it was. Yeah. So if you know you want to get a little more professional with some backdrops, they're pretty cheap too, like yeah. five bucks a roll. No, they're. No, they're a little bit more expensive. They're like twelve. Yeah, they're like twelve dollars. But still, they're twelve dollars. Yeah, I thought you got like that five pack for like thirty bucks. No, no, it was a really long time ago. Yeah, but but you could probably find cheaper ones. Honestly, go on Etsy. That's what I did. I just went on Etsy, found ones. We needed we needed a specific kind because we have food, so I needed ones that like food didn't stain, stick to, whatever. But you can get ones that are even cheaper, like five dollars, like literally ten dollars for two of them or whatever, um, depending on what your product is. Go buy those. And then we finally just upgraded to, like, probably, like, the nicest ones that we'll have for a little while. And That thing right there? Yeah. Interesting. Why? I don't know. It's got, like, the two sides. So it actually, like, stands up. It's it's from V Flat World. I think that's, like, the name of the brand. Mm-hmm. But, and these ones are, oh! Sorry, guys. I'm about to pull it down. You don't need to pull them to talk about them. No, I wanted to actually see what the name of the brand was. Anyways. It's V Flat. It is V Flat? Yeah. V Flat World. That's what I thought. Okay. So, and those are a little bit more expensive. But even those were only, what, $75 a piece, I think? No, it was for two of them. $75 for two? Yeah. Yeah, so $75 for two. Yeah, the charge came over $75, and we got two. Yes. Two double-sided, so four. Four, yeah. But, um, 
so yeah, finding, like doing things like that, that makes your brand look more professional, look nicer, but you don't have to spend a crazy amount of money getting your photos done in a studio or even paying a professional photographer to take pictures in a studio or going somewhere to take pictures of your product in like, I know people rent out Airbnbs and stuff like that. Like you don't need to go all crazy like that at first. Like you, you can do it yourself. People your... actually do that because they think they have to, or do you think they do that because they want to, because it like boosts their ego? I don't know. Or I think that they think that they don't know how to do it. Hmm, interesting. You know, like maybe either they've never tried or they're like, oh, I'm not good at it. Oh, another thing is invest in a $10 <laughs> stand. What are those called? The tripods? Tripod? A tripod stand so that your pictures and videos aren't all shaky. <laughs> <laughs> like put it on there, press it, and take your picture like that or your videos like that because also it kills me when like people take are doing videos and they're just all wiggly all over the place. And honestly, I'm not trying to talk trash about anyone. This was us at first. Like we didn't know what we were doing. This at is first. where everyone starts. We yeah, A lot of like, we learned. Yeah, we learned sure. along the way. So my goal of this is to like try to give you the tips that we have learned along the way. Or if you're like started where we were, these are just the gradual, incremental steps that we have used to look better. Mm-hmm. And it, and everyone always thinks we're bigger than we are. Yes. Which is a, it's good to have that from a internet perspective. Yes. Yeah. I think like the couple of people who have been to our Raleigh kitchen and we're like, what the heck? This is where you guys produce it because <laughs> it was literally like a closet. But you know, like was, yeah, that's 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 what we make them out of. Like it was the size of a prison cell, guys. Yeah, it was small. It but was tiny. Either we took good pictures or what? I don't know. But people were always like, wow, I didn't like pe- like the the handful of people who had actually been yeah. there were like, wow, I did not know. It was this a tiny, was. tiny, yeah. tiny Harry Potter room. <laughs> I think you know. Blind, I think the, the way we take blind. pictures and then like we always throw it on an angle and it was like di- diagonal, so it made it look really long. Longer. Like little, did you know the room stopped right there. Yes. You know. <laughs> that room was useful. Oh, yeah, that was a good spot. But, and then, do you want to talk about, like... No, I think you should go straight into uh, posting. Oh, yes. Like, since you're talking about marketing, might as well go straight into posting. Yeah. So, this was just one I was talking about to Shane today, but also, yes. So, anybody who follows us on Instagram knows I just did a little trendy, Mama Mia, just kidding, that little, like, the hand one that's, like, things that make sense. You're like, so trendy. I hate doing anything trendy. No. It, so do it I. It bothers me to my core. I actually don't like, tr- I don't like anything that's trendy right now, so it's so hard for me to do trendy things, because hmm. I'm just, like, this is, like, irks me to my core, because it's not me, you know? But, I think that there are certain things that, like, I tried to be very uh, intentional about like the, the quote unquote trendy things that I use so that they that they still align with our brand and like our missions and our value. Like I wouldn't just be doing some fucking little TikTok dance on there to be like, hey, yeah, like check me out because that's what's trending, you know, like, but I will use trending audio because for multiple reasons, I mean, one, like unfortunately that's part of fucking social media nowadays is that you have to it's the algorithm yes like you use trending audio and you are more likely to be regenerated on the search page the search page and more people are more like more likely to see you so that's why you use trending audio and not just like your own audio but um we choose ones that like make sense for our brand so I think if if you are posting things that don't make sense with your brand because you're trying to be too trendy, that's where you fail. Like you need to have a clear mission, 
you need to know the mission of your brand. You need to know how you want to show up online and like what you want your online presence to be. And then you need to build what's trendy around that. Yeah. Also know who you are because if you are this, or if you're acting trendy and doing all these things that other people are doing online and then people meet you in person and it's a, it's a complete 180, they're going to be so turned off. Instantly they're going to think you're fake. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can't show up online differently than how you actually are in person. It'd be like having... It also eventually comes off. Like, right, of course. You know, yeah. like like whether it's you totally know, your stories so or whatever. Exactly. Right. Like I'm like, at some point people are going to be like, mm, I thought you were like that, silly, but you're called? actually not silly. Catfishing? Yeah. So it's called yeah, yeah, yeah. using like a, a false presence on on dating apps mm-hmm. and then you show up and you're like, wait, what the heck? <laughs> Don't yeah. be catfishing Don't on be the, catfishing. on social media. <laughs> but really like know how you want to show up online and then build the trendy things around that. So unfortunately, yes, there are still some trendy things that we have to do. Like if, audio. if you're like us that and you don't really like these trendy things that are trendy right now, but there are ways that you can utilize what's trendy and still blend it into your brand. Also, if you do like trendy things, like if you genuinely like them, just know every time you do something trendy, even if it's genuinely you or not, it dilutes you because people are going to think you're only doing it to be trendy. It's about perception. A lot of online is about perception. Yeah. And I think that matters. Yeah. And the other thing to the, on a note of that is don't try to do things like, (laughs) Uh, this is my personal opinion. Don't try to do things that like are going to that you're like so focused on going viral or something that you're doing some fucking weird shit that's like doesn't feel like you, right? Right. Like there's been people who like I follow and I follow them for a while and then they just start doing these like weird videos and I'm like, yo, this is not like this is it makes me uncomfortable because it's so not you. Like you're trying to do that to like go viral. Like that's how I view it. I'm like I feel like you're trying to do that for some type of like. The only reason you'd be doing that is because you think, like, that's going to make you go viral or I mean, something. Not to call anybody out, but I know a lot of people, primarily women, who uh, post pro-feminine, I don't need anybody, respect yourself, love your body, who go insta-ho real quick. <laughs> this is true. It's just like, because they're like, oh, they, they, they confuse uh, attention for influence. Yeah. And all they want is followers. Yes. And I'm like, okay, just because you want to flash certain parts of your body and it gets you more followers, what does that, does that actually convert into anything? Yeah. That's how I feel about like. Or is that like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that like your message that you're trying to put out? Like, is that, does that help you with. How to be a (laughs) hoe.com? Does that help you with your message? If the answer is yes, then word. If the answer is no, then like. I don't think it helps anybody. Why are you doing it? Unless you're like. But I'm like, okay. Yeah. I guess it just depends on what you're trying to do, right? Like, say you're trying to be a model or something. I don't know. Completely and different. That's, yeah, that's what I mean. Right. Like, and that's your goal. Then, all right, fine. Show off your body. You want to be a swimsuit model or some shit. Like, show off your body. Fine. Right. Or, like, you're, you're in fitness. You're talking about, like, one of the 1%. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, you're if, in fitness if you're in and you, like, fitness, really love your body, then. Fit, fitness-centric photos. Yeah. And not you in a bathing suit in a garden. In a garden. <laughs> I'm just saying. People do, like, people take photo yeah. shoots of people in your backyard. I'm like. Yeah. No one wants to watch. Your neighbors are wondering what the fuck you're doing. That's all I'm saying. They're looking out their window no. like. Well, oh. other stuff too of like when people like I hate grown ass adults dancing on Instagram. It just bothers me so much. I'm like I don't want to see that shit. And then like, but because it's like so trendy and everyone does it, and then they try to like pop up all these bubbles while they're dancing. And like it doesn't make me think <laughs> any better of you that you're putting these bubbles up of information. I don't want to watch you dance. I'm just saying. I'm 
think I think things like that. I'm like, it really dilutes who you are. Yes, and that's the thing. That's why I'm like, if you've always danced and that's who you are, and like that's like, the type of person you are, that that's totally different. Like, if somebody met you in person and you're silly and you're dancey and like that's how you are, then like wonderful. That's how it should be online too. But yeah. like, if you're not like that, but you're it, but that's what I mean by it makes me so uncomfortable. Like, especially right. when like I know a person and I'm <laughs> doing that, or it literally truly vibes you can feel through. It's yes, through the screen, it's well, like you can tell they are so uncomfortable doing what they're doing. But like for whatever reason, they feel like they're they have to do that but, or whatever. You know, like, I think I think a big uh, illusion of it is like they put out the same message all the time. Whatever that message is, they put out put out, and they get like very minimal views because it's like. Whatever, they're just starting, or it's a very serious, it's something that they're passionate about that they want to change, it's very serious. And then they put out uh, a video of them dancing, that's a trendy dancing video, mm-hmm. and they then they put the same words on that image, and their views skyrocket. But no one's reading your fucking message. Like, so they're confusing, like, oh look, 6,000 people watch this, yeah. and I only get 300 people who normally watch it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, they're watching it, but they're not paying attention. Exactly. And they're like, I think them paying yeah. attention is what? The 300 people who are paying attention are going to convert better than the 6,000 people just watching you. Also, it's the 300 people are what your actual mission is. Is your mission eyeballs? I don't think it is. Yeah. Usually it's not. No, exactly. And yeah, so... That's just, like, understand, I think that the most important part as far as, um, like, building around that is, like, know what type of presence your brand has, like, you want your brand to have online, know your mission, know what you want to stand for, and then build around that. For sure. Like, have those solid, like, black and white things that are important to you that, like, are your brand, and then build, like, build that, build your online content around that and usually that comes from having those those knowing your own belief system because you usually your brand is an extension of you in the beginning especially yeah and it kind of like molds into its own identity like a child a child is very much like you at first and then they start creating their own personality Mm -hmm. i think it's very similar with the brand so but yeah i do think that so yeah i think that that's very important to um Like, utilize what's trendy, but not get so lost in trying to be too trendy that you, like you're saying, dilute the actual uh, message of your mission. Correct. All right. What's next? Let's see. Website. How to properly film and photograph. Social media. What other, like, really big... What's something that's big impact? Well, you should talk about how we used to do finances. (laughs) Finances. Like, oh, track like track all of our also like our orders, all of that kind of stuff because that's more your that's more your side. The know, that's very that's side. very specific to like a CPG company. I do think though. I think when a lot of people because well, I get this question, operations. I get this question a lot. Like you know, Tyler has asked me questions. Sarah has asked me questions, um, and they're just like, do you know? Basically, like how do you file taxes? How do you uh, record your sales? Like how do you use depreciating assets? Like those type of things. And I think a lot of people, probably the same people who use Shopify, think they need a CPA. Mm-hmm. Now, that's great. If you can if you can afford a CPA, like a full-time CPA, yes. like someone you talk to on yes, a quarterly yes, yes, basis, yes, yes. Yeah. Not, not just a person who files your taxes. Yeah. If you can afford a full-time CPA, cool. If you can afford a CFO, really cool. 
<laughs> you're not listening to this podcast if that's you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think I think a lot of people think they need a CPA on all time. They need to go ask questions about how to like build things and whatever. Or am I properly? The properly way to or right. whatever. Yeah. When we first started, we used we recorded everything on Google Docs or Excel. It's the same thing. You know, I think if you literally just Google, if you Google what's a P&L, and it'll give you samples and it'll tell you, uh, you know, it'll tell you kind of what the general breakdown is for what you use for finances. And you take that and you use those as categories on your Excel. That's all you need to do. And it's legit. Like Google Drive, Google Sheets is le- yeah. is free. It's completely free. You don't have to pay for it. You track it all as long as you don't miss anything. If every transaction in your bank, like if you want to be black and white and not cook the books, <laughs> if every transaction on your bank account is on the Excel file, when you go bring it to an accountant, they don't need anything else. And you just pay them to file your taxes, yeah. five, five, six, seven hundred dollars, whatever it is. And I think that's very important. Now, and it's very good in the beginning, but when you want to start getting a little bit more dialed in and get better tax breaks um, and kind of really see where your money where your money is going or bleeding is probably a better word. Uh, we upgraded to Intuit QuickBooks and it automates everything. It's connected to our bank account. It's connected to our, our everything that yeah. Yeah, everything that processes a credit card on our back end because we have two different ones. It's connected directly to that. And then, and then everything that goes into our bank account automatically gets uploaded. And then you can set, you can set rules. So it's like everything that comes in from my credit card, my credit card processor for online sales specifically goes into online sales, whatever, you know, anything from my other credit card processor is always wholesale. Yes. Oh, this is the other thing I want to say on top of that is talking about the web. The reason why I think it's important that every business needs a website is because if you're selling anything, you it makes people feel more comfortable to buy something through a website rather than like I see people and you know this is some people from like people from back home or whatever like from where we grew up and they're like trying to start doing their own things and they'll be like oh one of two things they'll be like oh message me if you want to order or they'll be like send it to my uh venmo or my paypal or whatever and i'm like nobody wants to personally unless i like unless it was like my brother or something where i'm like yeah i trust you but if i'm trying to reach even more people like i don't trust sending money to a rando person's or even like someone who i maybe know a little bit uh venmo or paypal for sure you know like i'm like that's not very like that's just is not also you're creating more steps so you're making your sales process even harder if someone has to shoot you a dm you're losing yeah like it should be a simple thing they click and they can automatically fill out and contact you yes. if they have to take the time to message you you're losing you're and actually... then you have to go back and forth of like oh what kind of cookie do you want oh, okay right. you want this kind how many do you want in the batch oh, okay you want that like that's too much that's i know people that i actually want to support like genuinely want to support and then, and then if I have to DM them or Venmo, I won't do it. Yeah. I've done it twice. And I, and that was after like, I waited three weeks to finally do it. And I yeah. was like, all right, I feel like I just really need to do this to help <laughs> you. But then, then they, then they launch another product and they do it again. I'm like, fuck you. I'm never buying anything from you. And I'm like, why are you so lazy that you can't like, you want to make, it's kind of like making everyone serve you when you're supposed to serve them. Mm-hmm. That's how I view it at least. Like if you're here trying to provide something and you're making someone come to you. And it's a process to get it. 
You're well, not actually helping people, like, you're helping yourself. I also just feel like you're missing a lot of also, like, opportunities for people who maybe don't feel comfortable enough to DM you or to send you, like, money, but they would buy through a website. Because then they for don't sure. have to automatic. they don't have like, to... I don't have to open up dialogue, yeah, yeah. I don't have to go and back like, and forth. Especially if it's, like, somebody, say, like, for example, like, maybe it's somebody you follow online, and, like, you're not necessarily friend, you're not necessarily, like friends with them but like you're friendly like you follow yeah. each other maybe you guys like t- maybe you've t- talked once or twice or whatever but you really like like what they're doing and you want to support them type of thing yes well for me personally i wouldn't message that per i wouldn't send that person money but if they had a website i would definitely go to their website and i would purchase it right because like i just would feel more comfortable doing that it's protected so i'm like yeah, yeah. and like i don't have to talk like they see- obviously they see i did that but it's like I don't have to go through like the awkwardness of like, hey, yeah, like I want to get that, like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So that's personally how I feel. So that's another reason why I think when you start a business, you shouldn't get a website. <laughs> yes, yes, and also you can have customer accounts. When it when it comes to conversions, the less steps possible, the better. the The more you complicated it, the more likely someone is going to back out. Mm-hmm. So that's why like Amazon's the best example of this. When they went to slide to buy, oh, I know one like a one click to purchase slide to buy. Their, buy now, <laughs> their yeah, their business. I forgot what it was, but it it I think it literally doubled, doubled overnight. And we already know how much. And it was it was. It was I, I think I actually think it was a seventy two hour statistic. But the the moment they did that that weekend. It doubled. Yeah. That's insane. I mean, I use that feature all the time. Like, yeah, me too. But it just shows you because people will go to click on it. They add to cart. Then they debate a little bit. Do I really need this? Do I want to let it just yes, sit there? Yes. <laughs> no, that's what they do. No, I, I am a perfect example of somebody who adds a million things to my cart and never buys right. them. Until I keep buying them to my cart. Or right, put right. them to my cart. Put them to my cart. Put them to my cart. Literally, it's probably 10 times until I finally purchase the item. Yeah. If I've gotten to that 10th time it, of putting it in my If cart. you're offering a product... That you truly believe will benefit other people and other people should use it because it makes their life better. You want it as simple as possible. You don't want them to contemplate taking yes. a better step. Yeah. Now, if you're just a schemer, loser, piece of shit, I don't care what you do. <laughs> Burn. Yeah. I mean, if you want to scheme anybody, you're only going to get so far because schemers are not, don't, you know, you may make a quick do- you may make quick money, but you're not going to make sustaining money. It's like poison. Or sustaining business. You're selling the soul to your devil. You'll make money, but then you're going to feel like crap about yourself. Yeah. Long term. So don't do that. Anyway. I don't think anybody listening to our podcast would be like that. You never know. Snakes in the grass. Snakes in suits. Snakes in suits. Anyway. So, yeah. So you don't need a CPA. Long story short, you can bypass all that. You don't need to pay somebody all the time to manage your finances. That's really stupid. In the beginning, it's such low. The other thing that that I do that I do appreciate as far as um, Intuit has made it a little bit easier is that or QuickBooks is you can take a photo of your receipts and oh, that so gets nice. like loaded right in. They also so, they also track miles too. So like I don't turn it on because it kills my battery. And you can manually turn it off and off, but like I don't drive for a living. But some people do. Yeah, yeah, like if yeah. you if you are constantly driving back and forth, you're doing deliveries, whatever. They also have a feature on it that tracks all of your miles for your car. So, yeah. And it, and most people don't know, but you get a federal return mm-hmm. per of a certain amount of percent, a certain amount of cents, depending on what state you live, uh, automatically if you're a contractor. Yes. Which is which is insane. Like people are just so throwing away yeah. hundreds of dollars tracking. every year of tax money. Yeah. You should be tracking it. Even if you're literally going to drop off, you're going 
to a site for oh, marketing, like any type of any time you're driving for your business. You're going out to lunch, quote unquote, to have a business <laughs> lunch, meeting, yeah. quote unquote. Put that on there. <laughs> That's all miles used for the business. Just you're gonna, saying. You're going to mention business at the lunch. Uh, that's business. <laughs> How small seed going? Great. Check. <laughs> Just kidding. Kind but of. I thought that that made, I think that that also makes it much easier to track. Like you don't have a whole book. Yeah, no. You don't have a whole book. Yeah, no, receipts actually is really nice. You know? <laughs> you know, like the old school, like scanning it yes. and then uploading PDFs. Which I used to do in my last company, or just having like because a book things of are receipts, like, and then you give it to your like your. I mean, that's super. Like, like you got to be real lazy to do that. You should have <laughs> everything digitized. You should have you should have both. But when it comes to handling things to your account, everything should be digitized. So like that way, everything's labeled and easy for them. Yeah. 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 Invoices should all be simple. But, anyway. but yeah, I think that that made it easier too, depending on how big, depending on where you're at in your right. company. I mean, I think Intuit QuickBooks, like unless you're doing like 10 million, it's perfectly fine. Yeah. And even and even if you're doing that much, I bet you your CPA, because you can, you can give access to your accountant. And like if you just hook up into it and then you scan everything and you give them access to it, they can go in and sort everything where mm -hmm. it needs to go. And if something's out of whack... They will just they can just call you yeah. or email you or message you and be like, Hey, something's going on or hey, I'm missing this. Or this and is then, in the wrong yeah, And I bet you they still use Intuit QuickBooks. Yeah. Because they use they usually use their own platforms, but now I think that this one came out, I imagine that most people use this. It's pretty cheap. It's it also like, allows the customer like you, us, to have access, access to, to it too. It. Yeah. yeah. Which is, that makes a big difference. So most of it can be done manually, but that is a great way to streamline it. And you can run PL PLs literally daily. You can, and you can customize them, you can see where you're at. like yeah. everything all the time, which yeah. is some people are like super analytical freaks. So I think that's nice to have that. Yes. I think you should never do that. But, you know, in the beginning, you might just go crazy. <laughs> just get sad. Yeah. I'm seeing all the L and none of In the beginning, it's usually a whole, it's usually like a lot of expenditure and not a lot of income. And yeah, it drives a lot of new business owners mad. Most of the time or not. And then, just because we do CPG stuff, there's lots of like super cool hacks. Like if you only ship out with USPS, you can get free boxes. Like most people pay a dollar a box, anywhere from fifty cents to a dollar fifty percent a per box that people pay for that you don't need to. You can get them for free. Yeah, you can literally you can order get tape boxes. for free. You can yeah. Not can. not our clear tape, but tape that says USPS. Yeah. yeah. So you get free boxes, free tape. You can get free labels. Uh, they have like a package. We don't use it. We use our own one because it's, I think it's way better, but yes, but you can order all of that from the USPS website and, they'll drop and literally it off drop it off at your house. Right. So like you don't need to go to USPS and pick up like, Oh, I need 10 boxes today and yeah. then go build them at USPS. Yeah. No, you literally have them drop off boxes, drop off tape, drop off it all at your house. You can do it there. Right. That's why we primarily only use USPS because they're still like, cause I can't justify paying one. I'm not an egotistical freak. I don't need custom everything. In the beginning, maybe eventually it'd be really nice, but be maybe sick. I'll never do it. Yeah. But um, two, I'm like, man, if I have to add another dollar to the expenditure of every product, nuts. You know. And anyway. then it goes, yeah. And then it, we can't, we can't make them as as uh, available for everybody. Correct. And then the other thing is never pay flat rates for anything. There are so many third party. What I mean by that is not flat rates. Never play general rates for any form of shipping, uh, or almost anything. So, which is which is really important for shipping. There are tons of third-party platforms where you can 
join them, pay a low monthly fee. They're really, really low relatively for what you'll save. And they give you negotiated pricing from either FedEx, UPS, USPS, which is really important. You can literally save 4 or $5 yeah. on everything no. you ship instantly from for joining for X amount of money. Anyway. For example, one of those, the one we use is called She Labels. No, the one we use is called, that's where we get our, what is it called? We use ShipStation. ShipStation, ShipStation. Yeah, very good. It's really nice. Uh, yeah, they're they're a really good platform. Anyway, uh, what was I about to say? Oh, and then sourcing, which it blows my mind. Don't buy anything from a store unless you, <laughs> unless you poorly manage things and you run out really, and then you accidentally run out. Don't ever buy anything from a store. Ever. That's why I see a lot of people. A lot of small businesses like do that, and I'm yeah, like, this go is to a like, terrible idea. Go to Whole Foods and are like spending money on <laughs> yeah. Whole Foods. I'm like, dude, what? No. Stop. If you have an EIN and some form of seller's permit, depending on what state you're in, sometimes it's just all you need is your Department of Revenue number, or sometimes you need a legit seller's permit, like in California, and go to these warehouse-like establishments. Like, well, I don't care what you're selling. Everything has a wholesale provider. There's tons of internet ones, like Webstaurant for kitchen equipment and goods, home, uh, what's that other one? Restaurant Depot for like in-person. Uline is another one where you can get negotiated rates. Um, and they'll, then you don't pay taxes on anything you purchase. Like every time you go to a store, you're still paying taxes. Um, there's, there's infinite amount of things. And anything depending you on what it is, you might even be able to connect with the actual company. So say like, I'm just going to, like, enjoy life or something. Say we use enjoy life right, chocolate right. chips, right? Like, I can actually reach out to enjoy life. I think that's ask, a, usually the step before finding a, a whole a person who works third for Because yeah, yeah. usually that third party gets it better Even rates better. for everyone. Yeah. But, yeah, the first thing you should do if you, if, you, if you won't do that is just go directly to the source and be like, hey, do you offer this wholesale? Get What's their the MLQs. Price? Yeah. Yeah, and then order directly. It's way better than what you, like, like just learn how to budget and get everything in bulk. Yes. You will literally save half of your money on ingredients. Yeah. Even though it's a lot of money up front, at the end of the day, you're going to be looking down the line. Like, look at the bigger picture, because in the bigger picture, you're going to be saving so much money. Huge. Like, if you if something costs you $3, and then you can make it cost $1.50, why wouldn't you? Exactly. But anyway, that's more of, like, very specific to... To our like, yeah, I think what you did, did, I think, is, like, very... It could help anyone in any business, and I think that's very important. You know, CPG is like this wild animal world. <laughs> CPG, especially CPG DTC, is like a freaking monster, and there's tons of things. But I think what you said is very important. I, I think a lot of people would... It doesn't matter, like, what area you're in. Yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, hope that this was helpful. And if there's any other topics that we think about that could be helpful maybe we'll make like a part two to this but i think that we covered at least like a good handful of like the important things and that's those are just things that i think about that i see from you know old friends or people that i know that i'm just like you could make your business so much better if you just did x like <laughs> your business will look so much more professional if you just did x like and those are things that be, i think be cheap in the right areas yes <laughs> yeah, you don't that need is to not where to be cheap <laughs> exactly <laughs> um but yeah, so we love small business. We love business, period. We love startups. That's our super passion. When we're a $100 million company, I'll probably miss our startup face. 
I mean, we'll still like. I think that will. I think we'll have startup acts in startups. Like, well, I was about to say, I think for us that everything will feel like a startup because, like, every new phase you go to, we're gonna be like having to learn and figure out new processes. But yes, anyway. Yes, but I think that like you know we may have like incubators or we may just invest in startups and stuff. So I think that I think we'll always have our hand in some type of small business. I got like five businesses that I want to start. So. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, that's like really like what I'm passionate about too. That's what you're really passionate about. So this is a time that I love. Yeah. If and big people are always like, I miss those times. <laughs> Some of them do. I think a lot of them are like, I miss, you know, the time. I think they just miss working. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that, maybe that. All right. But if you guys have any specific questions, you can always DM us, slide in the DM, send us a message because more steps make it more complicated. So you won't do it. <laughs> yeah, just message us though if you listen to this and you have any specific questions or you want to know any platforms that we use or anything like that, we'll send them to you guys. By we, I mean Holly. Yes. All right. And on that note, we are out of here. Let my whole thought process different. Wake up and think about a million. Sometimes I don't talk, I just listen. Can't never be nothing I ain't missing. Some shit you just learn on your own. I told myself, how did I go to prison? They want us to be all alone. They trying to divide us off in division. Trying to divide us by our decisions. Take advantage of our kindness, so that's why I'm vicious.